In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the March 27th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. In the U.S., House of Representatives passed a timetable. Did you hear about this timetable? Yes, I did. Yeah, you know about okay. it. Yeah, well, go that's ahead. It. That's yeah. it. That's I'm all done we with need. that one. Yeah, <laughs> we can move on. They passed the a timetable. Yeah, they did. Aren't they supposed to be like passing timetables all the time? Isn't that just part? Of, they don't say whenever. They don't do that. They always pass timetables. I'm not sure. I know what you mean. You mean? I they, mean, when they pass a law, there's a there's a timetable involved with it. They just don't kind of randomly say, you know. Women can vote whenever. whenever. Yeah. They say on such yeah. and such a date. Yeah, yeah. Well, Well, anyway. They don't usually do it in in relation to the conduct of a war, though. This is fairly unusual. Yeah. The Iraq War, as we've come to call it. It was passed by a six-vote margin. That's pretty tiny. Yeah, very tiny. Yeah. The bill mandates American withdrawal in September 2008 if the Bush administration meets certain benchmarks earlier if it does not. Several Democrats voted against the timetable because it was not sufficiently anti-war, and Republicans derided the inclusion of domestic provisions benefiting spinach growers, citrus farmers, salmon salmon fishermen, and peanut storers. This was the pork. The pork. They, they all to. stick the pork in these things. Well, they do. Some of this, I'm not trying to defend pork, but some of this had to do with the unfunded legislation, the unfunded budget items that the Republicans left on the table when they were voted out of the majority. Mm-hmm. Some of this was. Not all Some of it. Some of that was. So this, this is, is kind of so a, little, a little unfair. Yeah, yeah. A little. As, the, as the Republicans were leaving the majority in the House and Senate, yeah. they left unfunded a number a of budgets. Yeah. And was... so this is some, some attempt, some attempt mm-hmm. to try and redress some of that. I will veto it, said George W. Bush, if it comes to my desk, this whole timetable thing. He said... The Democrats in the House is an act of political theater, in an act of political theater. I'm not going to do George Bush anymore. I just realized I can't. But he I, did, I was kind of excited it, about it. it. it I was he thinking, did, he did you say, found your niche. I finally found because, it. Because, you know, having sat here with you for the last 800 years. It's been that long. I've, I've noticed yeah. that you bear a striking resemblance to our president. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much. He is a and if you could get the voice down. He is a stunningly handsome man, I will you say that. You could be the, uh, the, the body Democrats double. Democrats in the House, in an act of political theater, voted to substitute their judgment for our military commanders on the ground. Yeah? Yeah. He said that. They said an arbitrary date for withdrawal without regard for the conditions on the ground, is what he said. And well, he said an arbitrary date for invasion yeah, with, without uh, recognition in, of conditions a, on the ground. Yeah, so, into a country that... What's the that, difference? Yeah, exactly. Well... This, the difference is we're trying to extricate ourselves from it, and he's not. That's the difference. So when this you're pulling a, out, this is an attempt on the part of, of the, the Democrats to, in fact, you can, you, it's against the law to do it without any, this, this, you know, with, without studying the situation for what, like a decade. Yeah, that means that you're in this something is, far longer. You reminded me of something, what? which is what what's what is going on with our military? We have been in some manner of speaking, bombing 
Iraq uh-huh. since 1991. Yeah. This is a country that has been thoroughly destroyed. Remember the no-fly not, zone? Not yet. The, 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 there the are no, still the, yeah, apparently some not. unbombed <laughs> portions and of a, the country. And apparently there are some people that are still pretty upset willing and willing to fight us. But we have been bombing this country since the first Gulf War, 1991. Yes. And then we had the no-fly zone yes. for the, during the Clinton years. Uh-huh. And now we've invaded it once again with the largest, m- most capable military in the world. Would that and, be ours? That would have theoretically be ours, uh-huh. and yet we are unable to bring order to this country. Order, or is that a, what we were trying a to semblance do? Semblance of of uh, institutions that will allow this country to function. There are now four million refugees, internal and external refugees. I'm kind of like sitting at, sitting down here. Yeah, uh, it, this is and 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 for us to to even still be there is is outrageous. But for Bush to say. That basically he will decide how long we're going to be there um, is outrageous. Outrageous? Yeah, yes. I don't think so. I do. As the Iraq War enters its fifth year, as you were saying, yeah, the conflict well, not really. that President Bush's aides once said would all pay for itself with oil revenues. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, it's uh, it's fueling the highest level of defense defense spending since World War II. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The highest level. Defense. Now, even with past spending adjusted toward inflation, right? Because we got to do that. Right. The six hundred thirty billion dollars provided for the military this year exceeds the uh, highest annual amounts during the Reagan era defense buildup, the Vietnam War, and the Korean War. Oh, and and it really approaches World War II levels of defense spending. If you adjust for yeah yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. If you don't, if you if you adjust for that, I don't think it does. I think World War II is a little bit higher, all things considered, okay. if, if right. you know, per capita and all that kind of stuff. But we're getting there. We're what, getting there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're- You num- want to get up there? Is that what we're, we're shooting for? We're, number, we're only World number two. World War two levels. Yeah. This That's is not- against, again, I mean, what has happened to the U.S. military? This is not a large army. This is not a, this is not, I, I just, it's, there's something really wrong about the mindset of our military. Something's going on here. When the when a country that spends more money on defense than all of the rest of the world combined spends on defense, it's military. It's not defense. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Okay, that's a, the, the proper way to say it is military. So we spend more on. We are asking, what's wrong with our military? Yeah. When we spend more on them. Yeah. What is going on when we can't? And we and there's only a hundred and fifty thousand hundred. Well, actually, there's more than that now, and you may get to that because. The the, uh, the Pentagon and has been playing with numbers. They've been saying we have about one hundred and fifty thousand. It's actually closer to one hundred and seventy five thousand troops now with the surge. They keep, I don't understand your question. Though. No, my my question: What is going on? Why? Why? I've heard that. Yeah. Why can't? We, why can't we bring order by bombing someone? Well, that's that's the answer to the question. We're bombing them. We're trying to bring order. We're trying to bring democracy at the point of a bayonet. And a bomb, yeah, and it's not working, yeah. And yet these people insist on spending six hundred and thirty billion dollars. Yeah, and that goes to the people that are in their district that are manufacturing these goods. Yeah, yeah. Right. If if we could bring order to Iraq by feeding them bananas, mm-hmm. we would probably be subsidizing a lot of banana companies, and they'd be owned by, you know, Lockheed 
Lockheed Banana. Lockheed Boeing. Yeah, Boeing Banana. Boeing, Boeing Banana of Seattle. Yeah. Of, of uh, yeah, wherever. If that, if that would help us get oil revenues and, or whatever it was Actually, we were after. Actually, I don't after. think that's true. I think that we are wedded. We like, to, we like to bomb? Yeah. I think we're just greedy. Well, I think we're greedy. I think greed I, comes above bombing. If if greed facilitate the greed is facilitated by if our, the boys in the big military. game yeah. could be sated by feeding their opponents bananas, they would. They're I, they're just they're just greedy. They I, don't care. I don't, I don't think that's true. Well, that's why you believe in evil and all that Catholic crud. I I do, I, do, you know? I, do, I think that it's we're an imperial power. And this is the what does way- that mean? We're imperial power. We're greedy. We want everything. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter how we're an imperial power. If if we if we could collect agent S and saving stamps, you know, mm-hmm. and and take them down to the place mm-hmm. you know, that we we uh, trade them in. You know, yeah. what is that called? The redemption center. Mm-hmm. The redemption center. Right. And they would give you all the money in the world. That's what we'd be doing. That's what they'd be doing. No. I think that an important, an integral part of world domination and greed yeah. is violence. But if you didn't need violence for world, world domination, these people who are greedy I, would not care. No, there's, there's, a, yeah, there's a small percentage. They take advantage of of what we fondly refer to as the goons. Yeah. Who who go over and and uh, fight or who huff and puff about the war and, and about uh, right. you know being stronger than any country in the world right they take advantage of those but the, but the people in the game they don't care how they get the money come on it, it's, you really think there's yeah. what about you know well, just think of sports mike tyson and all those people anybody who wins doesn't care how they get there they just want to get there no, it's they a don't whole, care it's if a whole Kobe other, story. It's, oh, it isn't. It's a whole other ca- game. No, it, no, it, it is. Isn't. It's about fear. You, you, it is about the fundamental. No, no, no. It's greed. It's all greed. If you think it's about fear, then you're just setting no, your own trap. No, no, no. I yeah. think that world domination, anybody who aspires to dominate another country yeah. by whatever means, giving bananas. it bananas. Or, yeah. I, no, I don't think that's true. They don't, I, I they're just not fundamentally forced. don't believe that that's true. It's about fear. It's about you being you afraid to raise your head up. Exactly. But if they could dominate me through bananas, yeah. they would. They would not say, you know, I really like that when they got no. frightful. Do you, you actually think yeah, that they I would do. say to themselves, that fear thing was really good. It's I don't much, care about dominating him. I just want to have him be fearful. Yeah. So you, yeah, they, I, they would I, throw the money away just as long as they made me afraid. No, uh, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, I think that's not an either or. I think it is an either or. I'm just telling you that no. if if the right. if the best way to get the job done was to feed me bananas, they would feed me bananas. And I don't believe that. And that's and, and that's I think that fundam, fundam, <laughs> we yeah. fundamentally disagree. I think it's about you, fear. You think you and think fear, that people enjoy making other people afraid to the extent that they're willing to hurt their own chances of greed. Of, of sa- satisfying their greed. We're doing it right now. No, we're not. Everybody, all the people that... What, is there anybody... We're hurting the country, but the people in charge. The, can you doubt that Halliburton... Maybe, has maybe for a benefited? very short gain, short period of time... Halliburton to... has got it made. 
Cheney has it made. Uh, I, well, All those people I, have been they, – they've stockpiling the cash right now. We, they would stockpile the cash no matter how they could stockpile the cash. If you know, they, they just simply would. They're greedy. They don't care. Maybe bananas is too, you know, benign. Uh, benign. Maybe you want them to do something, you know, like. We'll uh, talk to Benjamin Barber about TV and manipulation that way. Uh, maybe that's. Maybe we'll come to common ground as we're talking. Pilotless Israeli Brown. planes, small enough for a single soldier to carry and operate, were gathering intelligence for mm-hmm. U.S. forces mm-hmm. in Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. These are Israeli planes. Yeah, pilotless. Pil- the They're drones, going around. The pilotless yeah. drones. Yeah. Oh, and the British Navy. You hear about that one, right? I heard a little bit about that. Yeah. They were in a waterway. Oops. They weren't supposed to be. Uh, it was an Iraqi territory. Were the, were the British soldiers swimming at the deep end of the pool and they shouldn't have been? Apparently they yeah. were. Yeah. Iranian forces captured them and said, considering they, they were considering charging the soldiers. Yeah. But and instead, they fed them bananas. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> and then they were very compliant. And yeah, they, they, didn't care. they just okay. sat around and they laughed the whole time. <laughs> Fifteen people were killed in heavy fighting in Somalia's capital, Mogadishu, where angry crowds dragged soldiers' bodies through the streets, hmm. set them afire, stuff like that. Yeah, the usual. They could have easily accomplished that through banana diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, banana boat. Diplomacy. That's what it that should call An it. An accumulating body of evidence was at odds with the statements of our friend, Attorney General Robert Gonzalez, or Alberto R. Oh. Gonzalez. Yeah. Contention that he played little role in the deliberations over the dismissal of eight United States attorneys. He said that he, he didn't have anything to do with it. Nothing to do with it, but he was at the meetings. Yeah. And well, he's he, the attorney general. And he knows why they were fired, and they were for good reasons, but he can't really tell you what the reasons are right now. And all those missing, those 16, 18 days of missing uh, emails just prior to their firing, well, don't worry about that. Don't think any, that's nothing. And by the way, apparently Gonzalez uh, doesn't, a Rove doesn't use um, government emails. He uses the RNC emails for all of his important stuff. And Gonzalez, I don't even think, has an email address. So a lot of the key players. Wait, he's not giving it out or something? No, no. Apparently, 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 he's he's missing. There's there. I was told this is what I heard a couple of days ago, and maybe it's been. He doesn't uh, need. He's too big for an email address. What do you think, George is, Bush this, has an email if, address? If you get a chance, if if you anyone listening gets George a chance, you should Google um, last night's. You were inter- trying to get in touch interview with Gonzalez. With, is that uh, what's going with, on? With uh, Pete Will Pete Williams of NBC News. Uh-huh. You gotta you gotta watch this thing. Yeah, it's really, it's ridiculous. And he doesn't have an email address. I don't. He doesn't say he doesn't have an email address. Was I heard it? this a couple of days ago. Maybe that's not right. But I don't. There's why a would lot he want missing, an email address? I don't. I don't know why I have one. If now. I was attorney general, is, yeah, well, like, I wouldn't want an email. The, the address. point is, this guy is lying through his teeth, he's, and and he's not even good at it. He's not. He's terrible. That's at the it. bad thing. Yeah. He, when you pussyfoot. Yeah. You should be pussyfooting good. Yeah, exactly. And he's not pussyfooting no, good. Even. He's stumbling. You wouldn't call it pussyfooting. No. You'd he, call it like bear stumbling. <laughs> he's he is in over his head and he is about to be swallowed up. Now if Bush wants to hold on to this guy, yeah. I'm good. By a lopsided vote, the U.S. Senate passed a measure rolling back a provision in the Patriot Act that gave the Attorney General the ability to appoint U.S. attorneys without Senate confirmation. That is gone now. Ninety four to two. Yeah. And that was a provision that was slipped in under the they cover of darkness him. that said that in the case of a catastrophic event, the uh, the uh, president could appoint these uh, 
these attorneys without congressional approval. According to the Government Accountability Office report, the U.S. military's faulty war plans and insufficient troops in Iraq left thousands and possibly millions of tons of conventional munitions unsecured. So they're all, that, that's what they used to be, little roadside bombs. Yeah. yeah that's what they're saying. It, yeah. was, it wasn't Iran, it was Iran shipping well, over, you know, some bananas I'm sure or that anything. There are, yeah, I'm sure that Iran has given some material into this, yeah. put material in here. But what you're saying is the majority. Oh, here's one I like. An attorney for a victim of Uruguay's 1973 dictatorship has asked his government to request the extradition of former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger over his alleged role in the notorious Operation Condor. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Good. Yeah. Al Gore. Al Gore. Al Gore. Returned to the Capitol. Or have you have you heard him referred to as the Goracle? The Goracle. Wow, I like the Goracle. Yeah. He testified on global warming. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, appeared to like it, and a lot of people didn't like it. And that's all I'm going to say. Senator. No, yeah. John Dingell addressed him as Mr. President. John Barton. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, that was a nice touch. The leading Republican on the House Energy and Commerce Committee. This is John Barton of Texas. Told Gore he was totally wrong. Totally. Totally. And that if need be, Republican lawmakers would stay late for an all-out cat fight. Ralph Hall, also of Texas, speculated that Gore's attack on the industry Industry, energy industry, could result in war when and if OPEC nations abandon the U.S. And uh, like that. This and like that. Yeah. Czech President Vaclav Klaus said that a new anti-greenhouse religion, that would be people like you that believe in in global warming. Mm-hmm. We're called the anti-greenhouse religion. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how that even works. We're against the green... Yeah. We're, we're, we're for... Well, this a place the, where the atmosphere is not burning off. I think that's yeah. pretty much. Yeah, we're, isn't that Michael Crichton's uh, thesis? He wrote that book. The anti greenhouse yeah, religion. We're, we're a religion now. Yeah, we have all the characteristics of a religion. This religion we're, of ours, Mike, has replaced communism. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness, because that was worn out. Yeah, I was that getting real tired so, of being, you know, yeah. wearing the same clothes all the exactly, time, and, and yeah. yeah, yeah, getting together in Red Square. That was a drag. It was. It was revealed that for at least a year before the 2004 Republican National Convention, teams of undercover New York City police officers traveled to cities across the country, Canada and Europe, to conduct covert observations of people who planned to protest at the convention. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I just, uh, yeah, yeah, it just is, uh, I don't know. I plan on protesting in front of all conventions for all time. I plan you know what? There's Nathan a, Callahan. There, I have an email address, there, info at NathanCallahan.com. If you're having a convention. Also, you can reach me at communist at Nathan Callahan, <laughs> and bananas at NathanCallahan.com. If you're, if you're having a yeah. convention and you want somebody out in front with a sign. Yeah, call on me. Call, that's me. That would be Nathan Callahan. That's info at NathanCallahan.com. By the way, that goes in, that's kind of in keeping with this story. Government terror base is quadrupled in size. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, quadrupled. Yeah, I saw that one go through. Yeah. Went up to about 400,000, I think. Yeah. At the Terror Database. Yeah. It's called the TIDE, Terrorist Identities Data Mart Environment. <laughs> they were getting kind of desperate there for I the acronym at the end. They got, what, what starts with E? It's you know, the environment. It can't be institute. It uh, uh, can't be department. It's close. It's a letter off. Yeah. Environment. So there you go. That's nuts. Why would they call it the environment? Biofuels were rapidly becoming the main cause of deforestation. Well, there you go. That's what we've been saying for, what, a year now? Whatever it's been? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah. at least. 
Blue Cross, Blue Cross of California routinely violated state law when it canceled individual health insurance coverage after policyholders got pregnant or sick. Apparently, this is industry-wide. It's not just Blue Cross. Uh, the Justice Department. Wait a minute. Department. Hold on a second. What? You mean to tell me that the insurance companies are taking advantage of us? Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. That they've illegally billed us? For right, things? you are. Oh. The Justice Department fined Chiquita Brands. Oh. Bananas. Yeah. International $25 million for funding a terrorist organization. Chiquita must cooperate fully with ongoing investigations into its payments to the ultra right wing Colombian paramilitary group. Autodefensas Unidas de Colombia. And these, by all accounts, these right-wing paramilitary groups are an extension of terrorism on the part of the Colombian government. Yeah. These guys have been doing this for 30 years, Yeah, just terrorizing the... the Chiquita uh, made mostly, almost monthly payments to the uh, AUC, as you like to call them. I do. From 1997 to 2004, totaling at least $1.7 million. You would think that would be more than that. That's hardly enough to yeah you can, uh, to get fair. a good terrorism campaign going. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, your you know, your dollar goes a lot further. That's your true. Ter- your terrorizing <laughs> dollar goes a lot farther that's down true. in uh, Colombia. The U.S. Department of Education has overcharged millions of Americans with student loans during the past decade, despite repeated warnings that it was breaking the law. That was according to a lawsuit that was filed. Excellent. So, if anybody out there has uh, got a student loan over the last decade, mm-hmm. might want to look into this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to be class action. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Mike? Oh, I well, just zipped through everything. You did. You were just you're yeah, so. Well, efficient. we got into that ridiculous discussion on bananas. I think that upon replay of that uh, of that part of the uh, the show, you'll realize just how right I am. Well, I mean, it comes down but, to you think that. Yeah. Violence is the motivation. Yeah, that people like George W. Bush want to be violent. I, I think that it's. It, I don't think they want to be violent. Key component of. People. I, want, I think they want chicks I, and beer, and if and, and they want lots of it, they want they want they're greedy. I think give them too I, much credit. I think you turn them into some sort of component satanic of thing. people who seek to dominate people. Yeah, fear is is a problem. Oh yeah, of course it is. But if they could dominate people through bananas, they would. Well, they do with, and it's called TV. Yeah. Okay. But I'm. You know, if that's if they could if they but, could come well, into a country watch, and say we've got people, bananas and people would lay down but, their arms and say if yeah you're willing we're to on give your me side. That part of the argument. What do most people watch on TV? Bananas. They watch. They watch TVs that make them afraid. TV programs that make them afraid. Well, uh, they're they're fascinated by violence. By fear. Yeah. Yeah. They're fascinated by fear. Sure. And it and they act and all I'm saying at, at that little crux right at there our politics and at they that act crux out, they react yeah. as a fearful people and at that crux in this whole little argument in that whole scheme of things if they reacted to bananas but they don't. then the greedy yeah absolutely right that wasn't what we were saying I was saying if they reacted that way to bananas if they if we could win them over if we if the greedy people could get their money through bananas. They would. They would drop the whole fear campaign. Speaking of imperial powers and fear, the U.S. tries to prevent Turkey from invading, attacking northern Iraq. Yeah. Okay. Turkish sources have already said that special forces operations are already begun in northern Iraq to target fighters connected to PKK or the Kurdish Workers Party. Is that anything this like is not KFC? The first, not the first time that Turkey has invaded northern Iraq 10 years ago. They sent 40,000 troops into Iraq. That is what I would call Armageddon for U.S. military planners. Wow. Uh, and also, in that same vein, the Pentagon looks to sp- spend more 
arms, send more arms to Middle Eastern nations. The Boston Globe is reporting the U.S. State Department is quietly seeking congressional approval to send significant new military sales to the Persian Gulf, which would include Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Kuwait, United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, and Oman. They're sending bananas down there? They're sending millions and millions of tons of of organic banana, just any old bananas, yeah. The, the good yeah, so, I love that. So that's, uh, there you go. And finally, Mike, yes. I have one of them. According to a new British study, alcohol and tobacco are more dangerous than many illegal drugs like marijuana or ecstasy and should be classified as such in legal systems. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.